Welcome back to Dad Meet, everybody. Tim, how are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm feeling good. I am too. I got my nose to the grindstone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in the fucking retard factory every day just trying to get this <laughs> shit cranked out. And I'm kind of feeling it. But I like the feeling of, you know me, I like the feeling of uh, applying myself to something. I know. So this is I'm my crushing it, probably. This is a nice state for me to be in. Do you have any Chinese employees killing themselves yet? Not yet. We haven't. We're going to install a suicide net around the uh, the second floor of the building so Danny can't jump out a window. But <laughs> aside from that, dude, all of our Chinese factory slaves are to top shape would you have ever given any of the jobs you've had the satisfaction of killing yourself there oh wow what a great question i mean that's that's the great fantasies like like the the worst day you have at any job mm -hmm. i've probably had this at every job where you're just like oh yeah oh yeah they think they could just fucking force me to stay late tonight what if i fucking kill myself in the bathroom <laughs> dude what if i made a real fucking mess in the bathroom and they had to clean it up I bet they feel like real dickheads. I'm gonna and like you plan out like a note. Uh -huh. Even you start like typing it up. Like and another thing, everyone in HR can suck my dick. <laughs> I did it. And like the reality is that like one janitor would be kind of miffed about like having to refill a mop and bucket, uh, and everyone dude. else would just be like, "Oh, is he? Uh, is anyone gonna like grab that mouse? He always had a nice mouse." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's that's a four button mouse, dude. I was one of that four button. Dude, it's especially designed for fucking carpal tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, the ergonomic. If you get the ergonomic trackball mouse off of a dead guy's desk, <laughs> my goodness, dude, you're the king of the office. <laughs> yeah, you would definitely think twice because you'd feel bad about the janitor being the one. That's why you got to shoot yourself in your boss's office. That's the fantasy. Here's the deal. I would do it if I still ha if I still had one of my old bosses that I hated. Uh, I would walk into his office. I'd, I'd knock and be like, "Can I talk to you for a second? And uh, he'd be like, yeah, while not looking at me, he'd be like, mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead. And I think I would pick his family picture up, put it to my mouth, and shoot through the family <laughs> picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my life. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Woo, man. Yeah. There's wow. a lot of ways you could do it. Yep. <laughs> More than one way to skin a cat. Full menthol jacket, man. <laughs> I am living in a world of shit. <laughs> and there's just the fucking Disney photo. The Millennium Falcon uh, ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going full metal jacket at work is the way to go. Yeah, I, I definitely thought about it. But, like, y you, th you, think, you think you're going to have, like, a huge impact mm -hmm. on all of your coworkers. They're going to, like, witness your corpse. And people mostly just be like, eee. Yeah. <laughs> that's, be, the, that's the extent of the reaction you'd get. And, like, somebody would finally ask, like, uh, are we in a pizza party in honor of Tim? Oh, they're going to break. Can we have a counselor come in? Because I feel like if we get a counselor to come in, I can get some days off. Yeah. I could say I'm actually, like, traumatized by this. Yeah. <laughs> people are trying to, like, scheme days off. Yeah. While you're fighting, like, there's still a piece of, like, your head falling off of your body <laughs> out of your chair. Oh, I think, um, I think I'm actually experiencing some, like, uh, some mental anguish over this. Mm -hmm. I, is there any way I can get, like, extra, like, pay or anything? I'll talk, I'll talk to HR about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the best we can do is a pizza that's cut in the 16th. <laughs> God, I fucking hate some of these fucking places. Uh, in, in light of recent events, uh, the company has provided stale bagels and expired cream cheese. <laughs> it's in the lunchroom right now. It's actually mostly been picked over by managers already. <laughs> yeah. Don't I kind of want to get it. I was thinking about applying for jobs almost like that I'm not qualified for just, just to have something to do. I think if I get bored again, I'm just going to start applying for shit that I have no business. That would be a very fun thing for you to do. One, um, just imagine like being able to go work at a job and get like a paycheck for like a thousand bucks, knowing that you're going to quit at the end of the week. I'm going to quit. I'm going to actually not really try. 
I'm, if anything, I just want to get like interviews with places because they'll like, you got to think of this. Most, most places you're being pitched by a recruiter. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I were to up, let's say I went on LinkedIn and I put an updated IT resume, I would have hundreds of just recruiter types saying like, oh, I could probably get you in here. I could probably get you in here just Mm -hmm. based on the shit that I put in there. And I, I could just get interviews lined up, uh, with, with just like dead eyed fucking losers looking to fill like an admitted like a a systems administrator role Mm -hmm. and all you need to do is like be able to like if you could talk about like dns active directory like a couple of like very basic like windows networking concepts they kind of don't go much further than that they kind of want to see if you're like a real psychopath or not but even then they're so hard up that like you could really you could put on a real show of just like retardation and ignorance really show your ass and probably still get like an offer so oh man Can, dude that would be a very fun way to fund a vacation get a job for like two weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> i might be ground- groundbreaking here yeah. but put in 80 hours of work and, yeah. and an it dev i'm onto something here dude have you come across uh jobs that say unlimited pto no yeah That's like a new thing yeah so i really want to put that to the chat like to the test and just be like okay work there for a week and then well, every, yeah, how long? So by the time I was, so towards the end of me working in offices, when people would leave, like, here's the thing. When someone would say, oh, I'm leaving, I, you know, I found a new gig, people would crowd around like, oh, yeah, what's the new gig like? Because everyone hates where they're working. Mm-hmm. It would just be like, well, yeah, well, how'd you get that? Are they like, is there like, did they post the openings on their website? Does he think, do you think there's anything else? And you, you're all, they're always like, yeah, it's like, probably like $4,000 more than I'm making now. And I get unlimited PTO and it's just like, what? But it's, it's gotta be fake. Mm-hmm. It's not unlimited PTO. Like you could just have off every day. It's just like, we're not even really going to track it pretty much. But the, I think the, the gag is that like, yeah, you can request unlimited days off, but they're also just like, you don't have a life. Mm-hmm. Your job is your, like you wait, they, they expect you to be like answering emails from lonely managers who have nothing else in life going on. They just think that like, all right, I don't care if it's seven 30, I want someone to log in and check on a report for me. So your life is, your life is basically over when you yeah. sign off on unlimited PTO. There was a job I had where I, I just started taking off a lot. I just didn't feel like going to work. It was like 2007 and I hit like three weeks where I just didn't go to work and they called me in. It was just like two of my main bosses and my the one just broke the ice. He's like, Mike, you gotta come to work, man. <laughs> mm. I was like, all right, man, I'll fucking come back tomorrow. Were they paying you for these three? No, I had. Oh, okay. I think at the time I was getting like five paid days off a year, and then after that, I wasn't making any money. Damn. But dude, I just didn't want to go to work anymore. Yeah. And I just stopped going. But then at that point, we were <laughs> the the refrigerator was pretty bare, and <laughs> I that guy talk to me he's like mike you gotta go to work you're like yeah you do make a good point. daddy's gotta go get some milk money mm-hmm. <laughs> daddy's gotta go get some milk and egg money but that shit is electrifying for a couple days just not going yeah 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 i used to fantasize about being in like a coma or like breaking my legs and being in traction mm-hmm. I, that used to be a recurring fantasy for me just like damn imagine if i was just in a hospital bed for I a know. week and i have to put up with any fat fucking dickheads dude traffic is like I don't know how I got to work every day because it would just be fantasies of just either ending it or somebody ending me. Yeah, sitting in the car, sitting in the car in the same traffic every day was a real mind scrambler. And I, 
I guess I could go back to it now. Now that I've seen how gay being a comedian is, I could definitely, don't get me wrong. I could definitely, I can easily see myself going back into this, but I think I would probably try like mixing concrete first. (laughs) I think, I think I would probably get a job Mm -hmm. that I would like physically hate just to feel something just Mm -hmm. so that I don't go. Cause you do put your part, you put your brain in a drawer when you're in the office every day, your brain is in the drawer. I will say one of the exceptions is I've met a lot of like cool software developer dudes who are definitely gaming the system and they go like, yeah, I do like one or two hours of work a day. Everyone thinks I'm busy the whole time. Mm-hmm. They all leave me alone. But outside of that, it's just you're you're basically in a soup. You're in an office yeah. soup. Your job doesn't matter. Your position doesn't matter. You could be switched with any other employee in the company. Mm-hmm. You're just answering a different set of emails and accessing a different set of like Google Docs <laughs> or fucking Microsoft Office suite. Mm-hmm. It's all interchangeable and it's absolutely hell. Dude, it would drive me nuts at the last office job I had that people would sit with their screens faced toward the door. Like, why would you let people see what you're doing? Like, you yeah. could be doing nothing most of the day, but you have actual work on your screen. You're forcing yourself to have work on your screen. So you're saying, like, an, they were in, like, individual offices with their back to the door? Or you're yeah. saying... Yeah, so either either uh, a person walking in the hallway could see their screen or another coworker could see their screen. <sighs> No. I know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about how many screens have us on it right now. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to be on the I want to be on the maximum number of office screens mm-hmm. at any given time. That's specifically why we do this during mm-hmm. office hours. I want to be I want people hitting uh what's it? Alt tab. Mm-hmm. Alt tab is <laughs> switch windows. I want I I seriously just want nothing but like retarded dudes who uh, like are just screaming through Reddit and listening to us and they're just at a moment's notice alt tab alt tab alt tab as soon as they hear like a footstep enter in like the POV of their their multiple work screens. Now for our viewers, would you have a special face that you would put on when you were watching something you shouldn't have been watching to make it seem as though you were working? I would I'd be sitting there and I'd be going This is my problem solving face. Go, huh? Meanwhile, it's Beetlejuice in the Don King wig. Oh me, waffles, just hanging around. And yeah, I'd be, I'd be watching, dude. I'd be watching thirty-five minute Howard Stern clips, and I would just be going, what? what? And then I'd have a notepad next to my desk with just like mm-hmm. things I haven't, I haven't written in it in six months, and I would just be flip thumbing through it and looking at my screen and go. And then if someone got close enough to look at my screen, alt tab, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah," and I'd, f- I'd find something to start inputting in the computer. Like just like, "Oh, right, it was in the, it was in a different uh, sheet. It was in a different cell. I just got to update the value." My bad. Hey, what's going? Do you need something? <laughs> take it. We'll take one of your phone out. Hey, what's up? Do you need something? Yeah, no, I was just uh, going over some old stuff. <laughs> what's that? What? Uh... Do you have any fond memories of your last job? Oh, uh, I mean. Yeah, you got you can have fun. It's almost like gallows humor, you know, so, uh, laughing about how the company is like. Even even if you don't get fired, you know that this company's going to fail, mm-hmm. and just still showing up every day. And then like finding other people in the office that also know that it's like totally illusion, like it's an illusion, and these people, the people making decisions, don't know what they're doing, and you're like. You have you have people from different departments that are all meeting up and like you can all compare notes on how shit's falling apart mm-hmm. and not working, and then it's like you're just being brutalized by like executive level dweebs, <laughs> and you're just like okay man yeah let me let me put mm-hmm. like they they want you to show like enthusiasm they want like intangibles out of you when you go into performance review, 
Like you're, they, they talk about like being like uh, self-motivated and stuff like that. And it's just like, dude, I do everything that's asked of me. Leave me the fuck alone. But they're just like, yeah, I just feel like you're not really like like driven enough, you know? And it's like, tell me what I haven't done. And they can't list anything. You're just like, okay, so I don't act like this gay ass company is cool. So I'm, I'm lesser than, you know? Yeah, bro. I'm driven. Driven crazy. <laughs> driven, driven out my goddamn mind. But... Uh, so yeah, I, I did enjoy I did enjoy kind of like watching the show, mm-hmm. sitting at my desk and watching these fucking freaks. And then you know what was really sad was watching some of the peons that were like true believers, people that were like, I understand, like I I really appreciate the culture of this office, and I really think that our mission is uh, important. And I like they 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 would love speaking in like conference calls and in like in like in person meetings. And they would say like, and you know, they would say stuff like values driven and stuff like, Ugh. and it's just like, dude, no, you're fucking, you're being, you're seriously about to go head under in quicksand and you're like smiling and like saying the slogan of the company for real. It's like, mm. no, dude, please wake up, mm. please. No, <laughs> I swear to God, there's podcasts, <laughs> please. But. I, this is all to say, I'm not shitting on people that work in offices. I'm saying, uh, me too. There's two dude. perspectives. I'm you saying, have. me too, dude. Yeah. You know, there's two perspectives you could have. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to do all the fun shit that I want to do. This is just a way for me to support myself. And then there's other people where it's just like, you, you really love, you could, good, this whole rigmarole. Yeah. You could, you could tell by the, the tone and cadence of someone's email how empty their apartment is <laughs> or how full of like Funko Pops it is. <laughs> Where it's just like, I, I, I have nothing. I can't meet you anywhere because I, there, we have, there's no connection here. You think this stuff is real and that's embarrassing. And I think it's fake, but I can get my job done. Mm-hmm. Those are the two, those are the two types of uh, uh, combatants in the arena. Dude, it's the best too. Like when you're paired up with somebody who recognizes how ridiculous the whole scheme is, and like you get to work closely with them. Mm-hmm. And it's like either you have a shared interest or you're both just committed to dicking off all fucking day long. Yeah, like that's when work really fucking gets fun, man. And I do miss that kind of shit. Yeah, I miss I miss like um, like kind of high high tension uh like meetings about projects. Where it would like get kind of contentious and 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 the tone would get like very serious and it would be like, well, that that is a priority, but I just don't know if that if we're going to meet budget requirements for this year if we mm-hmm. pursue it. And like I I broke down multiple times where I would just be like, I don't care, it's not my money. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Please just tell me, mm-hmm. tell me what it is that I have to do because th- like we're. we're like we're 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 getting emotional about things that couldn't possibly matter. Yeah. And that would kind of like shake people a little bit and you know, we would get some work done. But like, dude, that was that was every day. <laughs> <laughs> that was every day me saying, like, well, it's not my money, so I don't care. This is how we do it. <laughs> but, you know, I could go back. I can go back whenever I need to. I do miss my last job. I would if I didn't have to be there for fucking eight hours a day, I would like to like maybe like go there and work for like three hours a day you think there's part-time glory hole janitor no. <laughs> <laughs> you have I think that's an eight hour a day job like, that's nine to five man <laughs> <laughs> yeah fill that fill that bucket <laughs> <laughs> grab your mop dude come on it's nine to five what do you mean half day <laughs> what do you mean you have a podcast to go do 
mop of that retard come. Dude, the last school that I worked at, uh, one of the one of the things that I would do was on Fridays, I would work with uh, a bunch of special needs kids, and we would uh, put together a special needs farm stand. <laughs> and it was heaven, man. Because, so, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, because I know you said farm stand, and I I realize now that that means like lemonade, but I no. What did it mean? This is all right. So the the school that I worked at, there was a farm on the property, uh-huh. and we would work with the kids. We would do farming with them. Oh, and then on Fridays we would uh, have the vegetables and fruits harvested, and we would go to the administration building. Mike, they're special needs children. <laughs> <laughs> they're special needs children and LGBTQ children. Okay, <laughs> please don't call them fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. This 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 podcast focuses on positivity. You're not tearing down special needs children and gay children. <laughs> but dude, it it was so much fun. Like one, because I, I liked all of them. And two, because the the basis of all of it was to just build up their social skills. Mm. And on top of that too, it would just be like, okay, like we're you get three cu- cucumbers for like a fucking dollar. And it would just be like, okay, he's put his eighth cucumber into the bag. And I know he's going to try to sell this for more. And it's like, I want to see how this plays out. And then also, too, it was a lot of um, a lot of uh, putting hands down your pants, like while you're selling uh, food, which yeah. was very funny. Mm-hmm. But there was also a ton of very fucking sweet moments. A lot so of like, E. coli <laughs> breakouts from this farm. But uh, there were so many sweet moments. And like I, I truly miss like being able to do that on Fridays. You could probably volunteer. I we know. could probably f- find a retard farm to let us go to chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start a farm, dude. <laughs> That's what I so I I realized it took me an entire second and at the end of it I realized that you were talking about kids with like stacks of carrots, but my word association in my brain was a retard petting zoo. <laughs> I thought that you uh, were no. I thought that you were having people like go to like a a quarter machine to get like retard feed. And let them just munch it out of their hands. <laughs> we did have chickens, though, so they could feed chickens. But I, I think I remember telling you this in the group chat, but um, a lady that I used to follow on Twitter who was a porn lady, and I jacked off to her a ton. <laughs> this lady needs no introduction. <laughs> she came to the farm one day. She mm. worked at that school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is she alive? You think she's off Twitter? I do know that, mm. and uh, <laughs> she was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said she kind of like rec- she caught on to you recognizing her, right? I I mentioned it, right? <laughs> love so, hey, love your stuff. <laughs> to that, pretty much that, dude. <laughs> no, stop, oh, dude. Um, she was there. Uh, she was hanging out. She was like doing like a recon mission to determine like whether or not it was. Suitable for. Can I shove any of these corn cobs in my <laughs> pussy for OnlyFans here? And she showed up, and like, inst- dude, my breath was taken away. I knew it was her the second I saw her, and I was like, oh my god, this is her. And like, I followed her around a little bit. I was like, if you need any help, let me know. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, just looking around. So she was looking for like tasks for like the class that she worked in that hopefully they would be able to to come there and do something. And as she was leaving, I was just like, all right, well, it's nice to meet you. And uh, by the way, uh, I follow you on Twitter. Did I mean? Did you see the color leave her face? I forget the ending of the story. Um, it was. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm awkward. So yeah, it is I, actually kind of crazy that they sent you to teach retarded <laughs> children social skills. Yeah. <laughs> as you're shaking hands with a woman, saying like, "By the way, great pussy, <laughs> great pussy that I saw on the internet as a stranger. Very nice to meet you." And she's like, 
but dude, she used to doing the Kubrick camera pull out with like the zoom behind her or whatever. Dude, on Twitter, she used to post pictures of herself in a classroom. Hmm. Like not not no nudity or anything, but just say like workflow grind, and then it'd be like okay, and then at various other points, it would be like gratuitous <laughs> pussy stuff. <laughs> but imagine like we're like imagine that walking into your job. I I mean. For you, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be like uh, I, I don't know, man. I see. I just see you turning into like the that cartoon wolf, like your tongue rolling out on the table, and like the mater d rolling it back up for you, and like the big heart pumping out of your chest, and Buddy. your eyeballs popping out, and the fucking ooga. Tim, I felt like a dying child, and John Cena was walking through that fucking, mm. fucking barn door. She probably had a hard time telling you apart from the kids at that point. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are all just doing that, like, Down Syndrome zombie walk toward tits, just, like, reaching out for uh -huh. Yes. Great so. stuff on Twitter. Jasmine Fling, if you're out there, man. Jasmine Fling? Yeah. She was a thick Asian lady. Um, off Twitter, but I think her work still exists on AmateurChickPass.com. <laughs> Dude, please wait till they send the check. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking give out URLs. Amateur, did you say Amateur Chick Pass? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't normally like because the guy, he's not a good fucker, and he wears condoms in all of his scenes. He's clearly just a dude that has a lot of money that just is able to bang ladies that I find attractive. This is your sworn enemy? Uh, yeah, he might be. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of Larry Nasser, who uh, was in a little Whoa. bit of a pickle this week. Yeah. He got stabbed up. Yeah. All over the place, man. When are they going to get over that whole thing, you know? It's like, you're all sinners in there. Stop fucking stabbing the wormy guys. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a very stabbable look and physique. I don't know. I don't think he can take a stabbing. He was probably, like, very, like, oh, I know. stop! Yeah, he reacted like he was I like guys that when they get stabbed, they go, oh, oh, fuck, bro. Oh, fuck, bro, I'm stabbed. He was probably like, oh, stop it! <laughs> oh, they're stabbing me! Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I know. The difference yeah. there. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't make that kind of noise because if you do, they're just going to stab you again because they want to hear that. Yeah, they want you to squeal. Come on, man, let me hear that stabbing shit again. They don't even, eventually they don't even have to because they know you'll just start. Mm -hmm. ah! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> yeah. Damn, this motherfucker sound like Cherry. Dude, he's got 175 years in prison or something like that. Ooh, that's a lot, man. Isn't that something? he got that much. I mean, why even bother? How much could you be enjoying prison that it's better than just fucking killing yourself? You know? Yeah, why not, man? Epstein was getting like escargot served to him through a like a, a jail cell, and he killed himself. And Nasser's walking around just like getting stabbed and probably like being held down. And ooh, he's probably like and getting bullied sexually. Yeah. All right. Fair play. Mm -hmm. I see your angle now. He Doc did like Doctor Larry Nasser. Mm -hmm. Did you know he was married and had kids? I think so, yeah. What would you do if you found I didn't really dive in that deep on him, but... Uh, Your dad was a high-level diddler. How do you think you'd react to that? Well, it's funny you should mention. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not for the reason you think. Um, I guess... I guess I... Hmm. Well, I, I, we, I know a guy, and I th you guys might have met him, and I'm not going to out him, but I know a guy whose dad went to prison for something like that. And like made it through and is out on the other side now. And the guy's like, yeah, I, I love my dad. And mm. that's what he did. And that's who he is. And it, and it's like, yeah, you know, it destroys your entire life. Uh -oh. How bad was it? 
Um, I don't remember, but it was definitely convictable mm-hmm. and probably lifetime registration type stuff. Uh. Um, my dad would be surprising. I would, I would definitely be surprised. But I was. It's funny that you brought this up because I was watching a YouTube channel that I've got a new least favorite YouTube channel ever. Who is it? Uh, it's a guy named Clinton. I'm sorry, Danny. I'm doing this. <laughs> His name is uh, Clinton something. Let me set this up a little bit. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because I put this on. Uh, I showed my kids this channel because it's it's a dad. <laughs> who is, he's become a diabetes influencer because his daughter has type 1 diabetes. And it's the worst, it's the worst shit I've ever seen. Is, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm looking for it right now. It, this is my, this is my, uh, you know, I, I'm a guy who really gets into some rank uh, rabbit holes on YouTube. This is my least favorite ever. And let me see. You showed me a pretty fun one the other day. The the pitbull attack face lady. Oh yeah, we could talk about her in a little bit too. Clinton. Lily, is this Sva- better or worse than going fast? <laughs> fast is better than taking off the Dexcom. It's a swish and flick. Transmitter in. And Lillian made this sticker with Expression Med. Am I a dad? A bad dad? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants. Dude, want look how much he. No, click on his channel. Everyone wants us. Uh, look at, oh, no. go to that second video. Look how not into it this little girl is. And he like, it's like hashtag die badass. <laughs> <laughs> Alert. I think we have a sticker problem, Lily. My vote is for hanging with my nomies. Ooh, so tropical. Oh and we'll God. do this again in 10 days. <laughs> look at this dude. And he's like, he's got a million subscribers. Go, go back to his uh, list of videos. I want to find, uh, there's one that I really, the one that popped up into my, so I, here's what I do. When I have, when I have time at night to not do anything, I'll get completely zoinked. The, the kids are in bed and I'll just scroll through YouTube shorts on my TV. This is, this is my, this is my like uh, shutting down my brain at night. And one of the, one of those dudes videos, keep scrolling down. Um, I'll know it when I see it. You can just keep going. Uh, oh my God. Actually, how about this? I want to come back to that one with the fat lady drinking the milkshake. <laughs> so keep scrolling. He, um, it, it, so his, his, I, I went down, a. I talked about this on my stream a little bit, but like, th- I guess they don't know what is going on with type one diabetes still. They still don't know what causes it, but you look at this dude's lifestyle and he's just eating fucking dollar store frozen food. Uh, and like, f- fast food fucking milkshakes every day and like making content about it and then like he that one right there with the flowers this is the one that i saw first one two this is what was inside of her accio dexcom click clack pettywhack mystery sticker pick one i think this one was a good choice this one's pretty one two is it now tell me okay i'm sorry guys i'm forcing you into a mental experiment so if you don't move on if you don't, so i'm watching this on my tv if i don't press down it just loops the the one short that i'm watching so i probably watched this 20 times because it immediately set, set off alarms in my brain from the this is what was inside of her to the click clack party whack like everything about everything about this is triggering a panic response in my nervous system on top of that 
she doesn't want to be here. I mean, this is what was inside of her. So I, I, so I, I this triggers me going down a, a, a well of like diabetes rates, the causes, they don't understand it. It's, I, I see, as I'm just scrolling through my phone, I see, like, before I even got to this, I'm seeing, like, advertisements to the general public for uh, blood glucose blood glucose monitors. And it's, it's spitting me out. I'm completely fucked because I don't understand how, like, this is real life. <laughs> That's the point that I'm getting at. So his, his speech impediment fucks me up. Um, exit this. Go back up to the fat lady on the milkshake. Up, up, up. It's on the leftmost column. So I, I, I'm digging into this guy's life. I'm finding out that, like, diabetes rates have increased from, like, 1% of the population to 25% of the population in 50 years. And it's going to go up to, like, 30 to 50% by 2030. Now play this. So this is the same guy, same channel. Play this fucking Sonic video. Why are you getting one? You're not a child. Look how sick these Cheers. people look. Good job at school this year. So proud of you. Get to Sonic fast and try the strawberry shortcake snowball slush float. It is so good. School year wrapping up. Whew, man, this is an argument for absentee dads, man. <laughs> look how fucking ill these people look, I know. dude. What a tough existence for these poor kids. So this could, and I, by the way, I'm, again, I'm fucking smoking weed on my front steps and then going back into my living room and like just scrolling through this shit. I get completely transfixed on this guy. And I, I, can I can we just show them the end of this one one more time? Get to Sonic and try the strawberry bobby bumps. Yeah, surprise! <laughs> look at the sugar crystals. First of all, look how Why fat and sick his life life looks, dude. Cheers. Good job at school this year. So proud of you. Get to Sonic fast <laughs> and try the strawberry shortcake snowball slush float. It is so good. School year. All right, pause it. Up. I'm taking the children to Sonic for a. So obviously this guy's gay. The family doesn't make any sense. They're, they're all dying. These people, the cells in their body are being just sledgehammered by everything that they put into it. His daughter has a chronic medical condition that he's farming for likes, and he's the gayest man I've ever seen on video. My first impression is he's trying to kill them so he can be gay on his own. I like that. Okay, let's top, that's top gear. That's number one theory. That's in the lead. So I was, the next night, I'm going back to like, uh, the next day I showed this on my uh, YouTube stream. And then I, I was, uh, I was out all day working on field trip and I went home and I was just hanging out with the kids in the living room and I was like, can I show you guys something? Let me know what you think of this. And I showed them and, oh man, this is, this is too like involved already. And I feel so bad we've gone down this path, but I'm like, could you guys do me a favor? Could you tell me like, if this like comedy shit is gay and embarrassing, I need to hear it from you guys and I'll stop tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I said, if like podcasting comedy youtube stuff if this is all like if this triggers anything of what's going on in here i need you guys to let me know right now because i'll i'll, I'll update my resume and they're just like no it's fine and i'm like okay step further and now let's close the loop here i said i want you to imagine that this guy was your dad mm -hmm. imagine that i acted like this guy what like what what do you what does that do to your mind and uh, I asked Fritz about it first because he's the youngest. And I was, he was just like, I don't know. I was like, well, what do you think about it? He was like, nothing. I was like, what's going on in your brain right now? He was like, I'm not thinking anything. I was like, okay, you're free to go. 
Bender made fun of me, called me gay. And then I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to Lucy. I was like, I want you to imagine that your dad acts like this. I want you to, I want you to imagine that your dad is pointing a camera at me. Mm-hmm. Imagine me, the guy you're talking to. I'm pointing a camera at you and going like, well, you guys, this is my daughter. <laughs> and you're just like, what would that be like for you? And she's just like, I don't know. Oh my God, there's raisins in it. <laughs> God, make sure you got, and like, I could, like they they couldn't even imagine, so I guess I I got totally tripped up and I got totally insecure that I'm a fucking flaming homosexual that's <laughs> ruining my family's life, and when I confronted my children about it, they're just like doesn't really cross my mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, to you guys, I just I I I want you to understand that this is this is my insecurity that I'm this guy. <laughs> so to answer your question. I don't know what it would be like if uh, my dad was outed as a <laughs> child predator, <laughs> but I can tell you that I've tried to run the thought experiment for my children, and they can't even imagine, they, they can't even cross the bridge to imagine that I acted like this. Would you ever think about playing a trick on them in that you were becoming one of these guys? If I start, like, TikToking, yeah. my, fake TikToking my kids just to get their yeah. reactions? Be like, I, be like, yo, can, can all three of you uh, get in these motorized wheelchairs that I bought? <laughs> I think they would probably like getting this many milkshakes. Mm-hmm. But look how dead. I mean, these children are dead inside, man. I know, man. God. That the one girl in the back, God. she's like, I'm five years away from being able to get out of this. Good job at school this year. And it's I mean, this is so this is the shit that really fucking bums me out. You know? This seems like a great time to thank our sponsor. This episode of Dabney is presented to you by Manscaped. Tim, you like my shirt? Love your shirt, dude. Do you like and it compliments your form. Do you like my underwear? Whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my shirt and my underwear are all Manscaped today, and uh, I love Manscaped stuff. Me too. I'm using, uh, Manscaped is responsible for cleaning my body every day. Mm. I use the body wash, I use the shampoo and conditioner, and I can't say enough good things about this. I recently got into the, um, fuck, I don't know the name of it, but it's the uh, the nose trimmer. It might just be called the Manscaped nose trimmer. Yeah. Is that the weed whacker? That's it. Yeah. The weed whacker. But if you go to manscaped.com, you can check out all their stuff. And uh, there's a performance package 4.0 that they got now. It includes the lawnmower 4.0. Um, it's got a motor and a fucking spotlight. So it's very cool. Uh, you could shove it up your ass. You could do whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you feel like doing with this fucking thing, it'll take care of it. No harm, no foul. And it um, it also, the, the kit also comes with Manscaped's Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, a pair of comfortable boxers, and a classy travel bag to hold your gear. You can get all this by going to manscaped.com, promo code FATBIRD. You get 20% off and you get free shipping when you buy anything on Manscaped's website using promo code FATBIRD. Now, I know you swear by the crop preserver ball deodorant, yep. but to me, it's almost like, um, I think I think my wife would see that kind of move as like, who are you trying to impress? Yep. So I think that's what you need to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you are going to like turn some, you're going to turn some heads, mm-hmm. nose wide. You're going to toucan Sam some ladies <laughs> if you start putting out that ball scent. You might, if you're walking past one of those guys, like like we just showed in a van, he might stop his TikTok video <laughs> just to see what's doing in the other side of that parking lot. <laughs> but why not? Give it a shot, man. It's good to be flattered every now and again. Yeah. You can make that happen going to manscaped.com, promo code FATBIRD, 20% off and free shipping. But these fucking shirts, I wear a Manscaped shirt like three times a week. And As fucking, contractually obligated. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> And the underwear is super comfortable as well, so I can't say enough good things about their products. Mm. Thank you, Manscaped. I'm due for a shaving, though. I am going to hit the beach soon, and uh, I would like to hit a water park. Would you like to go to the water park with the boys sometime? Yeah, do you want to go tomorrow? We're going to Hershey Park tomorrow. You want to come? 
Uh, I can't tomorrow, man. All right, well, uh, great. Uh, another water park trip for me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I win again. But uh, maybe sometime in August? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Are you going to get fully Greg Luganist? I might do it. I might do it bald? now so that I feel okay then. Because, I don't know, I would just be scratching myself the entire time we're going down the, the log flume. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you don't want to be in the lazy river with me while I'm scratching it up. I was asking, uh, I was asking Mary Jo about, cause we were watching, um, married at first sight or some, some dating show. That's her thing. My thing is watching YouTube shorts. Her thing is watching like just dismal relationship reality mm-hmm. shows on Netflix. And we were watching and one of the guys had his armpits shaven, completely shaven. Do you ever do that? No, I would never. I, I cut it cause like I do have a little bit of hair that pokes out, but. I don't sure. think I've ever shaven a bald. That's, that's the nose trimmer. That's mm-hmm. the weed whacker. You just get into the crease. Yeah, well, I've never bothered even with that, but she said that would be a deal breaker if I shaved my armpits. That is pretty odd. Yeah. But I think, I think it got pretty common in like the 2000s and 2010s. I think, like, remember when dudes started like getting very, uh, they called it metrosexual? Yes. I think I watched a lot of dudes, and I would say a lot of these guys got divorced, but when dudes started like shaving their arms and armpits, I think that was like a path toward just like kind of like single sleaze guy, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's where I draw the line because for me, it's about functionality. Like I'm very hot in the summer if I don't shave my chest and uh, (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't like me when I'm hot, (laughs) but all the other shit, I don't know. I don't think there's any functional reason for me to get rid of anything else in my body. Yeah, I've always been jealous of dudes who have like a full like chest bush. Well, that's why I gave you my Ziploc bag full of hair. I know, and I I still have it over there. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm like kind of like wispy. I have almost like wispy Asian guy body <laughs> hair, and it makes me uh, not uncomfortable. But it's just like it's a completely unremarkable thing about me. Would you think about getting chest chest hair transplants? Implants? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to Bosley Medical. Yeah, <laughs> go to Ballsley. <laughs> Get my ball hair transplanted <laughs> onto my chest. Wow, I feel so manly. I feel like Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, uh, uh, I sat next to a very funny Indian guy on Amtrak yesterday. I wanted to tell you about him. What was he all about? He was the man. Uh, space was tight. It was like a mad dash to find seats. And uh, my wife and I had to sit separately, so I was forced to sit next to this Indian guy. I was like, all right, cool. This will be fine. He introduced himself. He said hello. He's like, are you going to Washington, D.C. too? I was like, no, I'm going to Philly. He's like, oh, I love Philadelphia. I lived there for a while. I was like, oh, it's very nice. Uh, I was like, what other cities do you like? He's like, I, I have lived in Boston as well. He's like, you pick up something no matter where you live. And I was like, oh, uh, like what? He's like, well, in Boston, I learned snubbishness. And in India, I learned to be a bad driver. Oh, I thought he was going to say bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he hit bad driver, he cracked himself the fuck up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. No rules. Just right. The That's man. driving in India. Yeah. We we had a fun Indian guy experience yesterday. Uh, me and Noah. Oh man, poor Danny missed out on this. Seven Eleven. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Noah wouldn't shut the fuck up about how yesterday was Seven Eleven and Free Slurpee Day, mm-hmm. and I didn't believe him because they weren't really advertising it in the neighborhood like uh-huh. that. But we pulled up to a Seven Eleven on Kensington Avenue, and uh, it was like it, it was cr- it, it, it was it was rough. It was rough country, I'll say. And we get out of the car, and there's immediately, there's a homeless person with, like, a two-story shopping cart. <laughs> with like, it almost had, like, a like an anime effect of, like, s- content spilling over. All- you couldn't even see the shopping yeah. cart anymore. You know what I mean? It was, it was pretty, it, it was a magnificent sight. And uh, we go in. It was me, Noah, uh, I have Ben with me, and, and Rob Cruz. And we go into 7-Eleven, and not only is the free Slurpee Day real, they're celebrating it. They're, they have a 7-Eleven birthday cake, 
and the employees are all crowded around it. We walk in as they're lighting the candles, and it's a bunch of like denizens of Kensington. So it's not for sale; it's for people there to sell. It was they were sharing it with the customers. That's who, pretty nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was just the the Indian proprietor of the Seven Eleven saying like, "Please come." They they were picking up people's children to take uh. pictures in front of this birthday cake. There was like an old Indian guy and an old like neighborhood white lady, like a like a diner employee, what like mm-hmm. type of white lady, and it was just like. <laughs> black children that they were like picking up like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying they I didn't they didn't sing a song or anything but they blew out the candles and we all clapped for uh. them and like these just like confused black children were being held <laughs> by an Indian guy and a white lady. Blaze, blaze, have yourself some cake. <laughs> and uh, we were like, oh, no, thanks. We're just here for the Slurpees. He said, okay, let's. And then he went behind the counter. No, what was his, what was, what did he say? Let me get you guys going. Yeah, he said, let me get you guys set up. Dude, we were in there for the 20 counter. minutes. <laughs> yeah. We had to get the cups behind the counter. He goes, let me get you guys set up. And he handed us, you know, uh, our Slurpee. Dude, it was the nicest party I've been to in a long time. <laughs> did you know him for when you lived there? No, I, no. I was not. A regular at this 7-Eleven uh-huh. and I was actually like oh man I hope the dudes aren't too sketched out by going in here man you gotta love a dude that still loves being at 7-Eleven well it kind of you know not to get too uh corny but I was like whoa dude people in this environment are even capable of celebrating mm-hmm. okay all right man and now I now I see why they're always saying the human spirit is indomitable you should go back and talk to him. I would like to learn more about him. Well, Ben was like already making plans to go back next oh, year. Cool. <laughs> for his birthday. Ben wants to go back and see his best friend, fucking <laughs> Almud or whatever, <laughs> who runs the sev. <laughs> yeah, please help, help yourself. That was nice. That was a nice little celebration. Damn man. <laughs> I'm glad I captured it on film. Did you know that was happening or was it a complete accident? Uh, total uh, w- serendipity. Oh, man. We were out buying wires because we needed something for fucking field tripping and we just stopped in and we we got there as the candles were being lit. Sounds more like serendipity. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Noah. <laughs> serendipity. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming for our free slurpees, sir. I can certainly get the party started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly coming up, so you better get that party started. <laughs> do you like visiting your old neighborhood, or do you try to keep it at arm's length um yeah i i like kind of yeah i do this thing where if i have to drive through it to get somewhere i go like fuck you like hell yeah i'm out i'm out dude i'm not a fucking loser anymore now i'm now i'm a good person (laughs) i'm not a fucking lowly fucking you know what i mean i'm not i'm not a what what would you call the type of people that get stuck in those areas you know i'm not you guys anymore i made it out of a fucking bucket Mm mm-hmm um, but I do like when I get to take other people there and be like, see this man, I was from this, mm-hmm. you know, I've done this on streams too, where I take like Google maps through the neighborhood. I go, this, you guys think this is really bad. Me, this is just where I'm from. <laughs> Dude, who was, was it Eddie Alvarez that did the, like the walkthrough interview? Yeah, with Ariel Horan. You should think about doing one of those. That would be very cool. Like Tim Butterley's Kensington. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If, I mean, if people have any interest in seeing it, I'll, I'll take them on a, a walking tour of, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know how funny it would be. Yeah, meet your hookers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll meet them for you. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I uh, follow you on uh, back pages. <laughs> yeah. uh, love your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was a nice little trip back and 
God damn, free Slurpee helped. Oh, God, nothing hits like a Slurpee. Free Slurp me. <laughs> you have any opinion on uh, the Jonah Hill text? I, I mean, aside from it being done to death, you know, he did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I don't know if Miguel's in the chat, but he had a pretty good point about it. Actually, okay. can, can I read you guys Miguel's tweet? I'm yes, going to shout please. out like Kool-Aid again. Once again. Um, okay, I do make it, I have to make it to the gym. Um, yeah, Miguel, Miguel summed it up perfectly. This is it. I, I, I don't want to retread uh ground if this is like done to death in everybody's news feeds but I, I gotta give it up to my boy my most handsome friend miguel he said my statement on jonah hill is that he tried to out lady talk a girl and it triggered her slut defenses and now they're locked in bitch judo <laughs> and i that's my position on it <clears throat> i'm just aping what he said if you if you look at his stuff and this is he made a mistake i'll say his 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 opinion on what his girlfriend should do is fine. That's his opinion, right? Mm. That's 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 how he feels. There's nothing you can do about how you feel, but how you present those feelings and how you think about them. Those that's what's in your control. Mm -hmm. And I'm already this is already how I talk to my wife when mm -hmm. we're in a fight. This is already me. He he thought that if he if he avoided upsetting her by stating his position, that it would be all good. And the fact that she had to just like sit with the facts all she had was the facts he didn't make any mistakes and her 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 sitting with disappointing facts and no like mistakes for her to get distracted by completely destroyed her psychologically <laughs> and i think this every woman is at risk of this and i feel bad for her i think that she if he if he maintained those same opinions but also freaked out at her there'd be no issue if he flew off the handle and gave her something to like argue and fight with, mm -hmm. they'd still be together. True. And it would be fine. But he went, listen, I don't like this. And if that's not cool with you, this is as far as we need to take it. It was very nice. I've enjoyed my time with you. And she was just like, what? <laughs> like, you know, mm -hmm. she said, he, he said her secret phrase, which was just like safe dialogue. And oh, it turned God. her into a fucking monster. It transformed her. Damn, how dry do you think that phrase makes women's pussies? What's that? Safe dialogue. Safe dialogue, yeah. Yeah, he did everything right, and it wasn't enough. It was still a soft me too. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Jonah Hill. Bro, pour one out for Jonah Hill, one of the richest guys in Hollywood. You know, one of the last, in his own words, one of the last movie stars. Yeah. I almost wish like he did show up to the beach while she was giving a surf lesson. All that loose skin hanging out with a boogie board. Oh, man. It is nuts that you can be that successful and still be, like, kind of insecure. Mm -hmm. I don't know if insecure is the right word, but I, it's it's nuts that he still feels like one of the guys. Because the guys don't want their girlfriend posting risque pictures. They don't want them hanging out with dudes. It's cool. It's cool that you can get to that level of human experience and still, he's just one of the guys, man. But, dude, I don't think he's had that much human experience because he's been... A dude that's been very privileged since day one and my first thought was that he struck me as a dude who's never been called a faggot in a group chat that's what dudes who act like that one i think it's very lame to share people's private text mm -hmm. to begin with but also now that it's out there it's like oh dude you need boys to fucking reel you in so you stop talking like this although he did win that battle psychologically yeah he won the battle lost the war mm -hmm. you know yeah that's a good way to put it yeah well i mean Here's the the real takeaway from this is hopefully this emboldens dumb bitches everywhere to out themselves. 
There, there's, there's two stories here. Call your boys a faggot. Mm-hmm. Brutalize them in the group chat. Don't let them get away with being a soft fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, these dumb sluts are going to just like start popping off and, and you know, saying that like, this guy didn't really do anything wrong, but like, I hate him. <laughs> I, I hate this guy so much. Um, and that's, I think that's the path forward. My sister already sent me a screenshot of a, a guy we know getting kind of trashed over like, the same thing. Yeah, like that Jonah Hill, like there, there are, women are taking this as a W and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And dudes are also taking it as a W and they also shouldn't. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a majority draw. Everyone loses. Bad fight. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think that this lady would have reacted if you would just say like, you know, you could just not date him? Well, I think that's what everyone said. That's what ha- 50% of the people have gone, great, he told you you shouldn't date and then gave you an out. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And now other people are like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so I, I'm glad it's not me. That's all mm-hmm. I'll say. Are you a boundary setter? Uh, no, nah, I've never been big on mm-hmm. setting boundaries. I'm more just like, where do you need me? You know? Yeah. I think that's the healthiest approach to a relationship. Yeah. You don't see yourself ever being able to talk like Jonah Hill? Or are you just like, you dumb bitch? Uh, yeah, I go... You I got go, too much passion. <laughs> yeah, I, I could never be... Dude, I, I have Latin blood somewhere inside of me, man. <laughs> I, I think I got like like one carefully worded text in me, but if my wife presses the issue, it's this has to get lipped in the, nipped in the blood, in the bud. I have to cut her throat. Yeah. Yeah, why, seeing him, like, consistently talk like that, it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I know, man. What, are you addicted to mental health? But that's, bitch. I mean, that's years of just not being called gay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst thing. Not getting punched in the face and not getting called gay is probably the worst thing that can happen to you. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from, like, being molested as a small child, that's probably number one. Number two, three, <laughs> not getting called gay and not getting... Being called gay while you're being molested. Yeah. That kind of kind of nips them both in the bud. Yeah. Poor guy. You know, he just has his millions of dollars and new family and movie career. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, it's basically all been taken away, man. You can't say anything anymore. <laughs> you know? That's why it's like people need to know, man. It's, 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 that's why, like, free speech is so important. <laughs> Speak on the craft. You know? It's like his job is to, like, entertain us, man. Not, like, be a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> no. I had to, I, I had to, I had to have a talk with Ben yesterday about how comedy is gay. Oh man, <laughs> did it break his heart? No, but it was fun watching the gears spin. It was fun because I was, I was, I was kind of explaining to him that like, yo, dude, it, don't, don't let anyone take any of this stuff seriously. Like, he, I, I bring him around and he watches what we do, and I go, you can't take any of this stuff seriously, dude. It's the gayest shit ever. I'm a clown and I embarrass myself in front of people, and that's how I pay for our life. I want you to understand that. I don't want you to think that I'm doing like a higher art form. Mm-hmm. There's nothing clever about what I do. I'm I, I I get in front of people and I I try to say bad words to surprise them, and then some sometimes people like it and sometimes they don't. And yeah. and there's no any higher thought process to this makes it all the gayest shit ever. And he was just like, okay. And I was like, you know, your I said your job is to make them your job is to go out there and make them laugh. And he was like, yeah. I said, no, <laughs> that's that's the wrong way to think about it, dude. You should you you, should, you just be silly until people force you to stop. So it was it was just fun. <laughs> no, it was there. <laughs> it was a fun little father son moment where 
I'm I'm like brute forcing the idea that I'm just a guy to him, you know. How often like is was there a certain point where that entered your brain where when you I, with my dad? No, I mean like uh where you were just like, oh man, how are my kids going to start thinking about this? Like, were you I'm telling you, from was, having fun to like having those thoughts persistent? I was completely spun out by that gay diabetes dad. I it really shook me to my core. Even just as a just as a normal dad, I was just like, whoa, dude, I got to check myself. Um, but it, it, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I hate turning this into parent chat every week. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I mean, a lot of people have fucking kids, and I'm yeah. sure they can relate to a lot of this shit. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, so you see people talking about, um, yeah, you you see a lot of like parenting, and even like just being, you know, a child chat, saying like, oh, you think your parents are perfect forever, and then you find out that they're just people, and it's like, I don't know, man. My dad always kind of acted like just a guy, like mm-hmm. trying really hard, not being per like my my dad was never perfect. He was just a guy, and I I still think he's the man because of that. So I'm trying to like do that. I'm tr- I try to do that. You Did know. you have a rebellious phase against your dad, or are you guys always cool? Um, I think I'm in it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I put it off until my 40s. You take a I'm shit in this like, pool? Yeah, I'm like, Dad, you don't know fucking shit, man. You're fucking, now you're gay. <laughs> now my dad's gay. <laughs> I put it off. He was, I, I was, I was cool to him because he had like a pretty challenging uh, circumstance for a long time, but now it's like, he's set up. I'm good. Fuck you, dude. You're dude, fucking, you're a bitch. Call him down the basement, and when he gets down there, show him that you're playing his guitars with your dick. Yeah, uh, dude, <laughs> we might as well be, because I, like, he, he got, he got so far, me and my sister have been cool to him forever, and now it's like, he got a colonoscopy, so we just called him gay at dinner <laughs> yeah. for an entire night. Be like, you're gay, dude, you got fucking, you got fucked in your butt by a doctor. <laughs> um... Aside from that, just guy, mm-hmm. just a guy. And I try to do the same thing. Oh man, you're a sweet son. Thank you. I try to be to my surviving parent. <laughs> I could. Well, I, I curse the name of one of them, and then I'm the sweetest son. I'm the sweetest boy in the world. Do the other one, you know, that kind of averages out. I'm an average son. You're the two wolves. I got two. Yeah, I got I got two hellish children inside <laughs> of me, and then my dad's gay because of it. <laughs> What'd you think of UFC this week? That was pretty nasty. Wasn't yeah, it? man. I was happy to see Robbie Lawler go out like that. Oh, yeah, me too. That was, that was a beautiful moment. You were saying um, you went up to the uh, Gas Digital tapings yesterday, and you are saying Danny's got Paco shook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paco came up to me like three separate times asking me questions about you. Ooh. What was he saying? Yeah, what was he asking? Uh, he was like, how big is he? <laughs> I told him you were 6'3". Uh, I would have went like this. <laughs> uh, how much experience do you have are you training and how much do you weigh okay those yeah. are those are yeah Danny's things. been saying the same stuff about Paco yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it sounds like it's on then because we're we're waiting for the paperwork yeah I haven't gotten the, the mm-hmm. contract so to speak mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of fun training I, got, I had Danny in the gym on Saturday and we got to do some sparring it was our first time sparring against mm-hmm. each other what'd you think Danny Dude, it was the most exhausting experience of my life. <laughs> like, he's, Tim's so long that I literally had to take two steps in every time just to hit him. And he nice. has fantastic jab. Yes. So, so after a while, I, I was like, all right, well, he just has to, in order for me to hit him, I just have to get socked. Mm-hmm. I lied on your weight, too. What'd you D- say? Dave Smith asked me what you're weighing these days. I told him you're walking around at 200 pounds. Not far off. What are you, like, 190? 
Um, I'm getting up there. I'm getting okay. closer to 200 now. Right. It's the creatine, so it's all water weight. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I'm getting fucking strong as hell. You drinking it or snorting it? <laughs> actually, in my ass. <laughs> I actually have a guy. Stevie Nicks guy? <laughs> I keep Noah around with me. He's got to blow my creatine in my asshole for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they were both great, man. It, it was cool to see. It's Every now and again, it's fun to watch a show. Every now and again. Yeah. It is fun. It's, you know, nice place. New York was cool. Place was like 10 minutes from Penn Station. Nice experience, man. I was worried we weren't going to make it because our train broke down twice. Yeah. But, man. Yeah, no, I love... I, I, I've watched Lewis do a ton of stand-up, and I got to give it up to him. He was great. Can't man. really front on Lewis. He's really good at stand-up. Yeah, without putting his uh, his jokes out there, he had a really funny one about the retarded um, Victoria's mm. Secret angel. Mm. Yeah, and Dave Smith is like a very skilled not not to talk about the craft, but Dave Smith Dave Smith is very good at stand up. He was a wild boy last night. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and there was something where he mentioned he's going to cut it out of the special, but I almost fell out of my fucking chair. Yeah, he's good as hell. Yeah. Oh man, tell me about that after this. Oh well, man. Yeah, he he was a, he was a bad boy, man. They were both really fun, man. I'm glad. Yeah. I dude, I I I show those dudes love, you know. Like I obviously I'm gonna beat the piss out of Lewis mm-hmm. on October first, but like that's my fucking boy. Like he hooks me up with stuff, and I like I like, I'll talk shit to him, but I can't pretend like that dude doesn't fucking look yeah. out for me. That's my fucking guy. So I'm glad that the the special tapings went really well, and I think it's really cool that they're doing that. Like half hour shit because it's you know remember I, I remember like growing up watching stand-up like you would see a guy get like a comedy central half hour mm-hmm. you would see like a progression progression and i think that like you know those guys are like overdue for that kind of thing but it's nice uh it, i don't know also i think 30 minutes might be better than an, an hour i did for too. recorded i know for my retard brain and i can't remember the last thing that i put on that was an hour long where i sat through and watched it the entire time mm-hmm. half hour is perfect for my fucking squirrel dick and my squirrel brain. So yeah, it's Team Butterly over Team Rattlesnake every day, but those are my fucking guys, and I'm really impressed with what they do. <laughs> I try to be like them sometimes. Have you considered showing up with a team of Bobs? That would be nice if I got them to carry me, too, mm-hmm. on like one of those like uh, ornate like chairs with the four poles sticking out of the bottom, mm-hmm. and they were all jacked as fuck, and they were ready to die. <laughs> that would be nuts. <laughs> if I got just like four Indian dudes completely cataclysmic carrying me out on a throne before I oh, I might fight in a turban too like uh, the dude from Punch Out <laughs> that should be the award or the yeah. reward I'm sorry uh, instead of a belt like a golden turban golden turb with a blinking jewel in the middle mm-hmm. yeah that'd be nice do you think you're going to be able to like talk to Lewis like a normal person in the days leading up to the fight? Or are you going to avoid him? I don't know. We'll see. I'm going up. I'm doing um, real ass podcast on Friday. I'm wondering what the what the dynamics going to be like. Flip the table on because he already like every time I see him, he already starts like trying to like punch me and stuff and, mm-hmm. and wrestle me. I think it might be grappling only. Grappling only until October first. I'm just going to put him on the ground and teabag him every time I see him, <laughs> just to get it out of the way. Every time he tries to like put up his hands, I'm going to grab both of his wrists and pull him in and kiss him. I'll put him against the wall. I'll shove him against the wall like a woman who's slapping me, and I'll grab both of his wrists and I'll say, shh, 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 and I'll kiss him deeply. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you think his lips taste like? Him? I don't know. Probably fucking Coke residue and <laughs> hooker pussy. 
No, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Oh, I w- we'll talk about this on the Patreon, but uh, I thought we were going to have another Stephen Paddock situation yesterday. I... Where? Vegas. <laughs> what happened? Oh, man. We'll talk about what? it on Patreon. Oh, I'm behind. But, all right, we're about to move over to Patreon. Oh, if you're not a patron yet, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. Pay whatever the fuck you want. You can pay a dollar for the month. Whatever the fuck you feel like paying. Just join us over there. We'll be over there talking about uh, Stephen Paddock Part 2 and uh, any other Vegas murderers you want to talk about. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I think I had a true crime thing I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. All right. Let's go over there. I'll pick your brain. All right. Uh, what do you want to promote your show? Oh, yeah, please. Uh, Jesus Christ. We're working so hard on my new show, Field Tripping. Uh, it's over at YouTube.com slash Tim Butterly. We put up the second episode uh, on Monday. Um, I, you, I, I need you guys to experience the ending of that thing. I'm, I'm, it's so fucking stupid, and we're so proud of it. And, and uh, the, the next episode three comes out this Monday. Um, and I, I can't wait for you guys. I, I can't wait to show you what we did there as well. Uh, we're getting better at making it, um, and the Patreon is uh, keeping us afloat. So, field tripping. YouTube.com slash Tim Butterly. It's also where I do all my streams now. That's easy enough to remember. Do you have uh, the song available as a standalone video? No, we didn't. We didn't Please do one of those. I Maybe we will. Actually, yeah, the the musical component is kind of like seriously encroaching on what we're doing, and I, I it's just, yeah, I, it's fun. I promise it's fun. <laughs> Check that out. And, uh, dude, the fucking song at the end, as funny as it is, it's also very good. Oh, thank and you. And seeing, uh, have you revealed who the gorilla is? Yeah, yeah, it's Bobby right. Cruz. Bobby, Bobby Cruz as the, as the gorilla. Dude, seeing him back there, like, he is the real fucking deal. Like, he's one of these guys that's just fucking good at everything I've seen him do. He's the secret backbone of field tripping. He's so goddamn good, man. We're putting a lot of pressure on him to just be great. And <laughs> he's nailing it every turn. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm excited to share that stuff with you guys. Hell, yeah. Um, there's a couple shows coming up. I'm doing um, a show at Rotten Ralph's in Philly with uh, Jake Matera, John Del Calo. I think Shaner's on that one, too, but it'll be a good show. It's August 4th, so check that out. It's uh, right in Old City, Philly. And then um, also check out my book, On Perks. Go to onperks.com and, uh, yeah, pick that up. Also, I'm going to give this away. This is a, um, a custom meat beater that my friend Chris made for me. And I'm going to give this to somebody who buys the book this week. Next week, I'm going to announce uh, who got picked, or we could pick a, an order number. <laughs> so, yeah, order a copy of On Perks, and then uh, everybody who bought a copy is eligible, as always, whether you bought it fucking day one or you buy it fucking next Tuesday when we do the next dad meet. But is, is this a page from On Perks inside of it? It is. There's a page from On Perks inside the handle of this. And then it says Meat Beater, and it's got, uh, oh, I guess, good. my image in the On Perks jersey burned into it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I wish I had Chris's uh, fucking uh, website information available because he is a, a legit fucking woodworker, man. <laughs> oh, what's in there? What is that? I don't know. I love these. I watch a lot of uh, acrylic woodworking guys on mm. YouTube, so I could, I'd love to talk shop with this dude. <laughs> dude, McKeever's dad is probably the best I, I know. Yeah. Acrylic woodworking. Yeah, I've been following a guy who the jobs keep going poorly for him. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> this would be a great thing to murder your wife with. Yeah, so if you're thinking about it, buy a copy of Own Perks. You're going to smash your wife's brain. Go to onperks.com. Yeah, I'm going to give this bad boy away next week. So buy a copy, onperks.com. 
All right. We'll see you guys over on the Patreon. Later, guys. Later.